try and hide You are a real shitty friend And it's not right Alright, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV at the board. is probably the greatest producer in the history of producers. Abe, how Come are you? on, ya? guys. Good to be back. Jimmy Jack! Welcome back, Yo. my friend. How are you? Good, man. What's happening? What's happening? I'm cold. I'm in Florida, and I'm cold. I have a jacket on. Yeah, dude, yes. I mean, you got sweatshirts going, got jackets going. And you know what's funny? Ever since you left the studio, it's like a sauna in here in the wintertime. And during the summertime, it's air-conditioned. No, I'm not serious. It's colder than balls in here. What are you, crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. All right, Jimmy. Same as it ever was. I want... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jimmy, I want to send out a little prayer to a friend of the Monty and the Pharaoh show, uh, Marty Gennetti. Um Seems uh, the great uh, first lady of wrestling, Maria Davis, wrote me last night and said that Marty's sister passed away and uh, Marty's own personal health might have... Um, gone even worse you know from that ankle um according to maria uh marty had posted that he may end up losing his leg uh thoughts nothing but love to marty Gennetti. you know the history with us going way back with marty uh at the end of the day those who get to know marty um marty's a good guy he is and i'm i'm very sorry about the passing of his was it his sister, Mike? Did I get this right? Yes, you got it. It's it. I'm. I. You know. I'm. I'm always concerned how Marty's going to uh, digest things, and and nobody should have to go through something like that. Um, love Marty. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, Mike, you're going to be able to check in on him. Is he reachable nowadays? I, I mean, what's the I, story? I, I sent him a message this morning. No response. I sent him a message this afternoon. No response. Um, okay. Last okay. contact I had with Marty was, man, got to be over a month and a half ago, which isn't normal, Jimmy, right? Because we used to hear from him at least, right. you know, once every right. week or so, right? So. Oh, I used to look forward to when you'd like tiptoe up to me and throw it on speaker. Sorry, Marty, but uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but he's doing his just own like, podcast. Guess who I'm talking to? He's doing his own podcast, so he's, you know, he's probably just oh. trying to get that thing okay. focused, you know. God knows yeah. it needs. Well, first God knows it needs focused. a little help. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. He's strong. You know who doesn't need a little help, Jimmy? Definitely. Who's that? Well, did I tell you recently what happened here? No. What? John Cena okay. now follows Monty Nefaro. Look at that. <laughs> My time is now. <laughs> How about that? How'd that happen? And you know, Jimmy, I hate to be a mark at this point, but he's got over 14 or 15 million followers, and he only follows about 700,000, and Monty DeFaro's one of them. Yeah, and we've come full circle. We have Cena Sr.'s delicious sauce, and now we have Cena following the, the, the Trailblazers. That's it. That's us. That is all. Sweet. Hey, if I can That's interrupt real sweet. quick, I want to show you what 
you know, the show is going to be like now, you know, from now on. <laughs> Just a little, a little insight. Oh! Into what it's going to be like moving forward. <laughs> so you go host Jimmy. See Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, Mike, and what's the what's the moral of this story? When you bring in a, a co-host, you shouldn't have to fumigate the studio afterwards. <laughs> That's the co-host right there, John Cena. That's right, right there. You can't see me. And thank God. You know I what though? You were considering my luck. If John is yeah. going to be our co-host, Jimmy, at some point, considering my luck, yeah. he probably will go to Twitter and Instagram and everything else and tell him what a piece of shit I am. Yeah, and you know what else he'll do? Because he's probably going to need to soon anyway. He'll start wearing a different wig for each day. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. Very nice. Thank All right, you. Jimmy. We're excited the return of Lee Cole will be coming on right after yes. the commercial break, but I want to cover a few things with you before we finally get to dig in with our good friend Lee. Um, Royal Rumble was last weekend, um, leaving so many wide-open scenarios. Uh, most recently on Raw, it was announced that CM Punk has torn his tricep and will not have his main event dream. Thoughts on that? I'm extremely bummed. I know we make fun of Phil Brooks a lot, especially when he was in AEW, but I've been fairly pleased with CM Punk and WWE's return. I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, Mike, try not to get sick while I say all of this. You know, uh, I was actually pretty disappointed that it happened to him. I was like, man, that, that just really sucks. And I know it sucks for him, too, you know, because I, I CM Punk translates to fans. Okay, the fans who are into CM Punk, he translates to them on this. I, you know, you're going to think this is strange, but it's like the way we love Hogan. That's the way punk purists love punk. Okay, it's hard to explain any other way. But the passion level is there is what I'm saying. So I'm sure that they, they feel really Jimmy, bad for him. Jimmy, to, can I just interrupt yeah, you one second, ahead. please? I'm sorry. Yeah, you, sure. We'll get right What's back up? to it. But did I tell you? No, it's cool. What's, no, what? No, what? Da, 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 da. If I have to do that like seven more times tonight, I'm not going to be able to talk at, at, at work tomorrow. Thank I you. I know. I know. Uh, uh, but, but, but feel free. Um, it sucks, bro. It sucks. I don't know how you feel about it. Well, f let's talk business-wise. You know, I don't think that it's good that they lost him, especially at this time of year. That's not good. You know what? But the storyline yeah. is, already, is already there. I don't I, know if you've, you've thought about that. The storyline is there. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for us as wrestling fans. But being a Roman mm -hmm. Reigns guy, I was like, you know what? Not such a bad thing because somehow we're going to get The Rock against Roman, which I want. Right. And Cody right. will finish somewhat of his dream by beating Seth Rollins, who I have the utmost respect for. But, Jimmy, I wanted to ask you about this. And this really did tweak me uh, this afternoon. On Busted Rope and Radio, Bully Ray was speaking about CM Punk with our friend Dave LaGreca and that <laughs> can of paint, Tommy Dreamer. Um, <laughs> How exciting. Go yeah, on. very exciting. But Bully Ray okay. in my, had the audacity mm. to say that wrestling fans or people that follow wrestling 
don't understand what CM Punk is going through. Only if you were a wrestler would you understand the pain that CM Punk is going through. I don't have to elaborate on that, Jimmy. What are your thoughts about that comment? Well, he's basically pulling, being from New York, he's pulling a Boomer Esiason, which is one of the things that, you know, I like Boomer Esiason, but I don't, I can't stand when he does the, well, you were never in the locker room and you never took a tumble on the field. How would you know? Blah, 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 blah. Look, okay, Bubba, you're right, technically. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know what it's like to tear my tricep during a wrestling match, but I know what it's like to tear my tricep and then have to go be a truck driver. So stop with the, oh, I'm a wrestler. You'd never understand the same way Boomer does that crap with football. I'm sorry if we can't exact stand 1,000% the angle you're shooting from, but get real, bro. We all shoot from that 1,000% angle in our own lives. We don't understand what a tricep tear feels like. Well, I do. I agree with you 100%. I knew you would, you would come with it. It's like, yeah. yeah, you know what? We're not fortunate enough to be in CM Punk and tear my tricep. And the, and the, right. the worst travesty right. of my life is I can't main event WrestleMania in 2024. How about you tear your tricep in real life? You got to wrap that shit up and go back to work because you got to feed your family right. and pay your mortgage, right? right. But we don't right. understand. Right. Fuck you. No. I mean, seriously. I don't have a, I don't have a clue. I, no. I know nothing. You know, you know nothing. nothing. How dare you speak? How dare you speak about it? One strike for you. Unbelievable. Also, a yeah. cloud over last weekend's Royal yeah. Rumble as Vince McMahon is facing sexual misconduct charges. And we're going to talk to Ali about this after commercial break. Against his former employee, uh -huh. Janelle Grant. Most recently, the attorney for Vince McMahon's accuser, Janelle Grant, says that more people may be coming forward. The Bella Twins also released a statement, as we know that uh, John Laurinaitis is their, I guess what, stepfather at this point. We are shocked mm -hmm. and disheartened with the recent allegations against members of the WWE. It has been a lot to process since we found out this week, just as you all did. This is something we don't understand for or condone from anyone, no matter who they are. They want all women to feel safe and supported in the workplace of their everyday lives. Jimmy, thoughts on those comments? Oh, God. Uh, okay. As far as the Bellas go, uh, if they want to get a message out about women being safe, okay, fine. That's more power to them, but... Can we, oh God, do we have to do, it's almost like we should do a whole show about this, Mike. How about waiting to see the process play out and what truly happens to Vince McMahon in the end and what's proven and what's lies and what's truth and what's not. They're throwing, they're throwing a relative and Vince under the bus and, uh, you know, oh, how dare I make a wrestling analogy here, but the Bellas have to be two of the most untalented in the ring performers that we were ever have to put through. And you're just going out there and saying that before a trial? God bless America, huh? Where the hell is the, the due process? Well, where was the we due process when Nikki Bella took one of our major followers of Long Island's number one show and ran him through the ringer? Oh, by the way, Jimmy, did I tell you who's following us now on no. X? Uh, you, you better tell me who. John Cena. <laughs> My time is now. 
On a serious note, man, man. let me tell yeah. you something. And I'm going to make this statement. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm 100% gonna get serious bad, about this. Yeah, go you ahead. know we've been close for a long time. Vince McMahon yeah. is one of my heroes. I feel true. like he's a true American. Oh, it's true. He's a great businessman. Um, I'm going to ask you this, Jimmy, and answer honestly. Okay. From what I've read, Vince McMahon has a very weird sexual appetite. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. From what I've read, this uh, Janelle Grant uh, stayed in a relationship with Mr. McMahon for three years. Through all these accusations of the things that he did to her from shitting on her head whatever else and she was paid right paid money and then paid money to shut up about it because he didn't want to embarrass himself right i guess he no sure. he doesn't want people to know that he likes to shit on people i don't know right on a corporate level vince mcmahon should be terminated like he was or released from tko right but but you know i'm hearing people say that this guy should go to jail for what he did to this woman. A woman who stayed in a relationship for three years. And I'm, this is the question I have, Jimmy, because we all know that you gotta be careful being that you're a star on ESPN now. And I don't want you to, to get dragged into the mud with your buddy Monty here. Um, what was that? Wait, wait, I didn't hear that last part. My chauffeur was calling me. What? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, hell, bro. Go ahead. what is the difference? Yeah. Between Vince McMahon mm -hmm. paying a whore, because, I mean, this is what she is, right? And someone okay. going on the internet and buying a <coughs> wife from China. Tell me the difference. I need to know. They're both financial agreements. Right. Uh, morally, to the maker, if I've, if I've read the books correctly, there is no difference. Do I really need to use a better source? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going there. All right. There's no there's no difference whatsoever. You're purchasing the services of somebody emotionally and physically, and they are either going to take it, the money, or they are not. And I think three years is a while, but let's see how due process goes. Let's let me get that now, in. But other than that, let's now, see, let, three years is a long time to be going. You, okay, I'll check. If McMahon used you know, his power because this girl was afraid to lose her job. And that's why she performed these, these things. That's a problem, right? Um, yeah. I mean, how long do you have to be working, making that sort of money before you, you know, uh, what things did she need after the first year? I'm sure she was being paid. Mike, my, I'm sure she was getting paid money. We're not. We'll never see. Mm. Am I wrong about that? Assuming you're not wrong about that at all oh okay so wouldn't you think like maybe six months to a year in if you're insane enough to go along with what's been reported and do these sorts of things wouldn't you say to yourself maybe even after six months like you know what i'm getting out no matter what yeah i'll take a check you're insane apparently this might have happened previously who the hell knows i'm, I'm out of here hmm. but uh you know she's the freedom fighter she's gonna f fight for her right to uh 
do what she's doing, and uh, I re- we'll have the I due process. I received numerous calls, Jimmy, saying to me, if he did all the things that are written as a 67-page article, he should go to jail. Jail for what? Mm-hmm. For what? He didn't rape the girl. She no. went along. And, you know, it's right. no surprise that they won't name Brock Lesnar if that's what they're pointing right. at. Because he's got a lawyer right. just waiting for that to happen. Right. Because that's all hearsay right. that this was going right. on. There's no proof. Right. There's no background. Again, I'm not victim shaming here. But when you keep taking money and you keep doing things, <laughs> where's the responsibility of the second half of this situation? Right. There, well, I, well, apparently it's 100% it's your fault, Vince. So that, isn't that obvious at this point? It's all your fault, Vince. So now Vince is going to have to do pretty much what he's always done. Mike, why am I not sweating, no matter what the situation is with Vince? I think I've made it clear as far as, as, far as he is as a person. I don't effing know Vince. You know what I mean? I just, I'm a guy who watches his product, and I've never, th- I've never been angry at him for what he does in his personal life. He's, whatever he does, he'll do it his whole life. So if I you're going to start I condemning him, comment. condemn everybody. You know? Mike Bones out there says Lesnar should be banned for life also. Again, the, the title of the show is. It is not if you're innocent or guilty. It's about what you can prove your innocence. So we've got Lee on the show. Lee is more close to the fire than you and I would ever have been, right? His brother Tom went through uh, something a person shouldn't have to go through. And uh, we're interested in what Lee's got to say about this. Obviously, we've established on what side of the fence we're on, or at least I have, and you have been a little more mature about it, Jimmy, Mr. ESPN. Um, my, my, Mr. Would you stop with those call letters? What are you doing over there? Um, I think it's pretty clear, though, that I want to see Vince not be guilty. I want to see Vince, you know, get get declared whatever is right. I want to know what what really happened. Are they really going to do that, or are the tabloids just going to the, the tabloids have already hung the man? You know what I mean? And and, and the people who hate him have been waiting their whole life for this. Yeah, for something like this. Ah, we finally got you, honey. Well, again, you need three stamps for that box. You need three stamps for that box. I'm gonna put you in over there. The Man. best, the best part about this is we got Leon, and Lee can speak much better to it because he actually met Vince McMahon. His is again, his brother went through something that needed to be in. But um, first, I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song for the Monty and the Farrow show, our own Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs. Make up the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams. This life, not far behind, here comes the rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hit that like and subscribe. Go to Spotify, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation, and download some of the best music you can listen to. And if you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. The same Monty Nefaro, Jimmy, did I tell you that John Cena follows this show? My time is now! 
Catch us on the Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Here's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. The Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. And if you're lucky enough and live in New York, you'll get the reduced lucky. version of the Lee Cole interview we're about to have on Channel 115 every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. And Channel 20 at 7, no, 9 p.m. And if that's not enough, you have John Cena loving us. You've got Vinnie Mac loving us. you got the world loving us. We're also on something called the Intuitive Network. That's I-N-2-I-T-I-V-E. It's a mini Netflix. It's got documentaries. It's got movies. It's got music videos. And what else has it got, Jimmy? It's got us. Get it. Now, we'll be right back with Lee Cole. Sir, ah. Manscaped? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? You Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the So pick. Manscaped there, is a you, must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair, yeah, right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man, it's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to uh, go do I a know deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair racing stripe or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush <laughs> racing well, stripe. retro bush is out yes thank you retro bush is out yeah um i don't mind a small well manicured landing strip <laughs> every now and then if it's completely and i'm talking like baby's ass bald mm. then i i start where is that pedophilia line you that know, I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Oh, yeah. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Landing? I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but, what you found. Ooh. I got to be all gotcha. honest though. Hey. Ah. <laughs> the older I get, though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I as, found it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just absolutely. Retro? You're like whoa. Wow. Yeah, like I'm 46, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the courage. Get a, to get it's through. a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, oh, Not all. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I, 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 <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't. I couldn't Super bush. I couldn't say it. Well. If you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? 
I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break and anyway. we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a dropkick second. Uh, dropkick. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, where we're welcoming good friend, Lee Cole. Lee, thanks for coming back on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. You look good, man. You lost a lot of weight. We were talking before we I started. Sure. You look fantastic. I appreciate that. But I want to, I got to say something real quick. When did John Cena send you? When did he join the show? Today. <laughs> okay. Mike, don't, when, don't, uh, when did you announce, answered. when did you announce I was going to be on the show? Yesterday? Uh, earlier this week. <laughs> I can't lie. I don't see you. any connection. I see no connection. What's he talking about? What, what? John Cena, if you're watching, Lee Call Free podcast with james proctor come join us <laughs> okay wow. i just had to Lee, get that out I'm sorry. Lee, by the way did i tell you that john cena watches long island's number one pro wrestler broadcast <laughs> <laughs> my time is now Hey, we have Sammy yeah. Gravano. Now. We have Sammy Gravano watching us. Listen, by the way, kudos to you for what you've done with your channel. Um, you have. We're gonna put it up there in case anyone like and subscribe. Wrestling with the Devil, Lee Cole, yeah. three podcast, and you also have the Mobster uh, YouTube channel, which is doing very well. You know, Lee, before we get going here, because I think this will be a very spirited but professional conversation, because that's what we do in this country. We can disagree and have a decent conversation about it. Um, Let's have some fun. You're going to join the list, you know, because when you came on our show, now you're a famous YouTuber. You see the guy doing that commercial, Maven, used to be a professional wrestler. No one really cared about him. He came on our show. <laughs> now he's got 100,000 subscribers. And these are facts. He's and by the us. way, Lee, did I tell you? John yeah, Cena is also following us on X. How is now, mofo? All right, Lee, before okay. we get no at it. No more that crap. Uh, no more that crap. <laughs> Lee, before we Lee, get at it. I hate this, but here it goes again. Um, no, no. <laughs> I just We're getting it. close to the uh, not Wait, do you such think happy. That, I'm going to ask you one quick question. Do Go you, ahead. Do you think that Vince shit on John Cena's head? No. 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 Okay. Well, well we'll talk about it. But first, I think we I have to recognize no. your brother, Tom Cole, in the not-so-great yeah. anniversary. I believe in, and correct me if I'm wrong, February 14th was his suicide. Um, no, the, yeah, the 12th. The 12th, okay. Yep. Um, can we share some thoughts about your your brother, please? Tom's missed. Uh, we think about him all the time, and uh, uh, it, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder because uh, it's not you don't have that phone call with him joking around, or you know, it's uh, he was the one in our family that had the most life, the funniest one, uh, though. And the last year of his life was horrible. Um, you know, it's quite obvious, but before that, he was a totally different human being. 
his daughters are, you know, he has two daughters now in college. He has one daughter uh, in high school. And uh, I know that they miss him very much. And uh, I wish he was here. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I can say. When something like this happens, like to a Vince McMahon, who you certainly, like I said, have been close to the fire, is it hard for you to keep a um, clear judgment? No, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, it's not hard for me because Vince McMahon doesn't care about this because these are not things that will destroy Vince McMahon. These, Vince McMahon had one thing in his life that was going to destroy him, and he got through that. If he got through the things with the children, I mean, he, you know, you're talking something like Cherry Sandusky, but worse, he got away with that. Um, now you have another person coming out with a This is a civil case. This is not a criminal case, and people seem to forget that. And this woman, I'm sorry, if you're laying there and some dude shits on your head, it's time to break up. You know, if, you, if you're going to hang around and stay around, don't expect anybody to. Uh, but, you know, Vince is stupid, too, because Vince was paying her money and he stopped paying her money. And then he decided that he wanted to get cheap at the worst time. Uh, he, he, Vince has brought a lot of things in his life on him. He is the dumbest genius that I've ever heard of. Jimmy? Well, Lee, let's talk about, since we're on Vince, we might as well just shoot straight to Vince, if that's cool with you. Uh, you know, there's been the allegations, obviously. Do you feel that Vince is already guilty in the public's eye and that, that due process is almost, like, pointless to the public? Like, let's say somehow he's declared innocent of all of this. What do you think about that and what the reaction will be? Is his legacy destroyed? Um, yes, without a doubt, his legacy is destroyed. Uh, but I think the worst thing is the difference now is that you have a battle for his empire. He's getting old. He's getting, you know, he's breaking down. You got, uh, he screwed over his children. He, you know, he came back. He broke a, uh, there's a lot of anger running around that family. Um, so I'm sure it's a couple of them that don't mind this happening because one daddy left the show. He's not there no more. And, um, I feel like, uh, he doesn't have them as allies like he used to have them. For, the, for those who would challenge you and say that Miss Grant took money and, and seemed to be a willing participant for not, not weeks, not months, but apparently years, do, do you completely, what is your opinion on her? Do you completely side with her before the due process? I mean, I don't side with her not even a tiny little bit. I don't side with her okay. not even a tiny little bit. Okay, so, so how do you feel about like her? I feel like uh, she's pissed because someone uh, stopped paying her tons of money. Um, okay. It's like uh, it's like like you said before that she 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 wasn't the R word, um, and she uh, got into a lot of situations, but she stayed in them. She was part of his life. It's obvious that something happened. They broke up. He paid her, but his but he was stupid to stop paying her, and uh, then she came back. I mean, this is really Vince's fault. All he had to do was continue paying her, and it and it would have never gotten to this point. But for some reason, so, Vince Lee, got cocky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I ask Vince you, Lee? Vince got cocky. Do you? Yep. Let, let me ask you this: Do you believe that Vince McMahon 
for this case, all, all, if it's possible to answer this question, please try, all personal experience aside, for this case alone, do you feel that if Vince is found guilty that he should go to jail for something like this at, at, you know, with all things considered? This isolated case, what do you think? Absolutely, unequivocally, no. Okay, interesting. But Wait, I believe on, he should be why. in prison for the rest of his life. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so you Vince should be in prison for the things that he did, for the things he's in the done past. in his life and gotten away with. Yes, in the, the past, past, not this. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough, Mike. So, so, Lee, elaborate a little more. So we understand that you. Not that you're siding. We have a moral issue here with Vince in this present situation. Um, what things do you think Vince should have went to jail for? For uh, knowing that he had men in his company that were uh, taking advantage of young boys, knowing that Mel Phillips was uh, had a problem with the boys and firing him and hiring him back, knowing that Terry Garvin had a problem with boys, knowing that Pat Patterson was sexually abusing his workers, going around licking his lips and crotch, and he had no problem with that. A matter of fact, he wanted Pat Patterson to come back even after uh, he did what he did. Uh, you know, and, and anything that has to do with that case that he did not get, uh, and it's not even a case because of the fact that um, uh, it, it was settled, but the fact of the matter is he is guilty as hell for what he did. He, he, he looked over an empire that was uh, uh, going after children, taking children across state lines for the purpose of working, paying children, four, 13, 14-year-old kids to set up rings. Uh, I just read an FBI file where they've seen a tape, a video. They actually have a video of Mel doing that stuff that people accused him of doing. Um, but then they decided that we wanted, and the feds decided we wanted to go for the for, for the steroids. The hell with the kids. We'll do the steroid thing because that's a lot easier to win. So and they lost people, that too. For people who are wrestling fans that never got in, like, I'm surprised that people are still out there that don't know about the Ring Boy scandal, which, you know, your brother was clearly the main focus of this. Um, can you go a little deeper of, to what you're, you're talking about with Mel Phillips and Pat Patterson and your brother? You know, again, we've done the show. We've discussed it. Your, your sister was in studio. Very wonderful, uh, wonderful lady. But for the fans that really don't have a clue what the Ring Boy scandal is about, can you give quick bullet points about how your brother got involved and what eventually happened to him? Yes. Okay. So what my brother, we come from a broken family. We, we, uh, we had an alcoholic mother or father that was never around. Uh, what, Mel get, well, what Mel Phillips used to do is he used to prey off kids from broken families, 13, 14 years old in general. And he would go and find those boys, become like a father figure to them and start taking slow advantage of them because he had a foot fetish. And then he would, they would pick out out of the group of guys, they would, they would bring in tons of kids, but they would only pick out uh, a couple kids. And like Epstein, they always had one person that would, uh, uh, they would have like a kid, one 
that went by the name of Mrs. Phillips, that would go out and look for these boys. And then these boys would come back. And so Mel got his jollies off with these kids, uh, uh, with his foot fetish. But what he did is he worked it up the ladder to uh, Terry Garvin. Terry Garvin liked the boys when they turned 16 and only certain ones. Uh, he, he, Terry Garvin, would, uh, Mel Phillips would tell Tom that, uh, that Terry liked him because, he, because Tom played hard to get. And when the time came, Terry Garvin uh, came on to Tom. Uh, Tom said no. Tom got fired. And then a couple of years later, they brought Tom back again to work in the warehouse. They promised him that he would not go through that issue again. And once again, Terry Garvin offered him, uh, lied to him and said, come to my house. My family's there. Tom thought his, the family was there, got to the house. And it's just Terry Garvin. And once again, Terry Garvin's making his move on my brothers. My brother goes out and sleeps in the truck. They take him back to the warehouse the following day, and they fire him. Mel Phillips said to him his exact words, you know how it goes around here. And Tom said to him, well, because I wouldn't sleep with him, I'm getting fired. And Mel said, yes. That's what happened. So and then Mel Phillips, they knew that Mel Phillips had a problem with boys, and they fired him. And then a couple months later, Vince brought him back. So that tells me that Vince brought him back because Mel had something on him. And then, then so he comes back. And uh, those guys, when my brother's lawsuit came out, Mel Phillips, Terry Garvin, and Pat Patterson all stepped down. Uh, they fired. Uh, Pat Patterson came, eventually came back because... My brother only wanted his job back, and they gave him his job back. But once again, they gave him the same old harassment, trying to make, they were having him sign contracts without lawyers being present. Uh, they had me arrested. Uh, they, had, they had our best friend, my brother and, and my best friend. Uh, uh, at that time, I had a felony warrant, turned me in, and I was right, arrested. But, and, all right, uh, but Lee, I don't want you to go through this so fast, right? So I, I'm going to challenge yeah. you with some questions that in the first go two times it. we spoke about it, Kind of, and even with your sister, some of the things weren't answered. So I'm asking you to try to do your best to answer this. Um, at the second time, was your brother... Okay, at the second time, if your brother was sexually... Uh, had sex with Mel or Garvin, was he of age? At that time, yes. Okay. He, he was 19 years old. The next question. What does that have to do with anything? What, no, I'm trying to lead to something. I'm not okay. saying that's okay. I'm just trying okay. to establish something here. That's At like saying point, a woman turns 19, it's okay to sexually harass no, her. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. But I'm saying that um, if I'm attracted to a woman or I'm attracted to you and I approach you, right, and say, hey, Lee, I really like you. And, you know, I, I, you know I'd like to go out with you. Um, is that, that's, again, it, that's not really offensive, right? It's like, I'm, I'm attracted. I'm, I'm, I'm approaching you. Um, when you use your job, you know, your brother wants to keep his job and you're using that power. That's a different story. I get it. But the first time we spoke, I felt like your brother was more upset that he couldn't believe that another man was hitting on him and he was you know your brother was a strapping young man a macho man was that the issue 
or did it go further than you guys have ever told? Well, we, 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 we know things that, that we don't talk about. And those are very personal things that we won't talk about because there's no sense in talking about it. But the fact of the matter that you work for a company and the company uh, harasses you, um, and then it, not only do they harass you, they tell you if you have sex with us, we, you can keep your job. If you don't have sex with us, we're going to fire you. Mm-hmm. How hard is that to understand? No, that's a problem. That's a problem. But just like, just like Miss um, Grant, right? This was Big going difference. on, but then you guys went to WrestleMania. Your brother was in the Donahue audience. Like this, yes. there's this miss. There's this miss here, right? It's like, why didn't your brother like get the f out of there? I'm out of here. Just like Miss Grant okay. should have said, I got to get out of here. Okay, I can answer that. Sure. One was one was a young man that that wanted his job back. He was always in the world of wrestling. Vince McMahon came along and talked to him. Vince McMahon said to Tom, I know what you went through, Tom. I was molested too. Uh, we're sorry this happened in your company. In our company, we will give you back pay. And that's exactly what they did. They gave him back his pay that he lost from the time uh, that uh, he left the company after Terry Garvin went after him. And then when he come, okay. when they went back to the company, okay, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, okay, okay. keep going. Okay, so when he goes back to the company, uh, he gets harassed continuously. They bring him in the office to sign contracts. He doesn't want to bring Pat Patterson back, uh, but he has a contract put in front of him. He starts signing contracts, and then he gets fed up with the contracts. And when he doesn't want to sign a contract against me, uh, they basically said that myself and Phil Munchnik, who I did not know personally, plotted together to bring down the WWE. And that was in their lawsuit against uh, the New York Post. My brother knew that was bullshit and refused to sign those papers. When Tom wanted to leave the building, they locked him in. They wouldn't let Tom had to go down into the by the security area and cause a ruckus in order for them to take him out of the building. That's what they these, these people are evil bullies. That's what they are. And and these were sexual predators that were working for them. How much more has to be said? Uh, it, you cannot compare this woman to those boys or those kids because those kids were groomed from the age of 13. How many of those kids do you think were actually molested? How about Mrs. Phillips, who was a young boy, and they teased them and called them Mrs. Phillips? How about mm. the fact that Pat Patterson would walk, walk in front of my brother and lick his lips and stare at his crotch? Or he was known to grab ass cheeks and crotches or leave keys. And, and if guys wanted to advance in the company, they'd go up in the room. They would go up in the room. And a lot of guys went up in the room with him because uh, Pat was a catcher, not a pitcher. Right? That's what the – you're talking about if this happened in any company in America, that company would have been put out of business. Any company. But it wasn't because it was considered wrestling, entertainment. And then you have, sure you have, when Tom's lawsuit came out, when Tom decided to settle, I wasn't in the room. I didn't have a choice. Tom came back to me and I told him, you made a mistake. Then my brother started crying and gave me a hug. And he said to me, Lee, I just want this to be over with. That's it. 
And for the person that said, oh, Lee Cole, you got $20,000 from uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I got $20,000 from Vince McMahon. You know how much money I spent on this up to that point? You know, and it, it, you know, people just don't get it. $20,000. Tom was sitting on a million-dollar lawsuit. His lawyer, so his, Lee, one of his me... lawyers was so upset when he settled. He was so upset. He said, he looked at me and says, I, uh, I can't believe that your brother just did that. But I had to accept it because it was Tom's yeah. lawsuit. And Tom, Tom gave me a hug and told me that he wanted his job back. At that moment, I said, okay, Tom, that's it. I disagreed with everything, but it wasn't my lawsuit. It was Tom's. Lee, I got two questions. Was was Tom? What what made what made Tom? Tell me the real difference, and I know that there's a lot of real differences, but the difference, the the one thing that I can't shake right now between Tom and this woman is is that what? How is this still happening then? If if what you say is all and you you live through it, so I, I you know it's what you say. How is this still happening in this day and age? Like I, I would tend to believe that if we had the internet and the reach we had back then when this was happening, you it could be very well in the same position right now. If you understand what I'm getting at, what makes this still go on after all these years? If this is the case, well, the cowards. I mean, you got the wrestling sheets. Uh, those people are cowards. Uh, you got the people. You got people uh, like Irv Munchnik that attacked my brother. He he went on Hannibal and was mocking my brother. My brother called me up crying, saying, "Why is Irv talking this way about me?" Uh, and that was a year before his death. These men, uh, uh, Hannibal. When my brother died, Han you know what Hannibal said? Hannibal says, what? "Tom Cole's dead. This is all over." And he said it so nasty. And you have these people around us. They don't, their, their bread and butter is based on the WWF. They don't want to see the WWE. They didn't want to see the WWE go back down. If they all got together back there at that time and did the right thing, this would have been over. That company would have been dissolved. That's what would have happened. And that's what should have happened. Do you think that... Vince McMahon is just this egotistical guy who thinks and he tests the waters to try to get away with everything. Let's be fair here. I know Vince was running the company. I know it's his people were doing this, but Vince wasn't, you know, he was in charge. Yes, he should be blamed for what happened to your, your brother and those other children. I agree 100%. Um, but... But do you really... No, I do. But do you really see? I always got see, and I'm just being straight with you. Mm -hmm. I've always got like a, a a thing with you where you kind of uh, defended Pat Patterson. Uh, it seems like you really don't understand the uh, what it means to, for children to be groomed. It's like it's like sometimes I feel like you're not being serious enough. So that's a great point. So I'll answer your question. Um, I think I had an advantage over your family, right? Um, from what I know from knowing you, you guys were from a broken home. You had some issues. Tom was left on a street. I had parents that taught me when to get out and know the right and what's right and what's wrong. And 
you didn't have that advantage. And I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm, I'm, I'm no, it's not insulting. I, my, I, was a, I was a thief from the time I was five years old because that's right. how I ate. So when I look at that situation, like Jimmy was saying, it doesn't compute. Because if I was in that situation, I would just be gone. Like I recognize good and evil. And I have trouble when people seem to not recognize I'm not, but, it's hard but, for me to say good and evil. Are you saying that you that 13, 14-year-old boy should recognize evil? Yes, I do. I'm not That's saying, then, I'm then, not saying then, that you then, can't then, be then groomed. You don't, Go ahead. Then, Go ahead. Then, then you don't really understand the streets. No, probably not. Well, well, yeah, well yeah, I'm sorry. There's evil. My brother was very street smart, but that's what they preyed on. And they preyed on the fact that these are kids that had dreams. These are uneducated kids that came from bad families. They didn't want to go home at night because their mother was drunk or beating them. Or, or they had to stay out in the street and their mother wouldn't let them in the house. And they were out in the street all the time. When my brother left, when my brother left home, he, he was 13 years old. My mother just, he just disappeared one day and then he left home and he uh, went to his girlfriend's house and he slept in her closet for a month mm. until the father caught him in the, in the room. He had no place to yeah. stay. He had to stay in his girlfriend's closet. I mean, that's, that's real life. You, you grew up in the streets of Yonkers, a, a very tough area where we grew up too. It was no, it was no uh, cakewalk. And, uh, uh, these are street kids that are looking for Mel Phillips knew exactly how to play these street kids. He told them what they wanted to hear. These are kids that dropped out of middle school. They didn't drop out of high school. They dropped out of middle school and every one of them lived in an abusive lifestyle and, and they had nothing. They had nothing at all. But so then I'm going to challenge you the... with this. Where's the ownership? At 15 years old, you're a semi-adult. You have to own your actions, Lee. Like you. you, you went to jail. You have to own that. You made that mistake. Not Vince McMahon, I don't not Jimmy Farrow, not myself. Are you saying a 13, 14-year-old should own? I don't get it. Lee, I, when, I, I, uh, don't get, I don't get what you're saying. Listen, do, I don't get what you're saying. You got those kids, those, most of those kids that my brother grew up with are dead. They died of drug overdoses or they died in prison. Most of my friends that I grew up with in the streets are dead because they had no leadership. When you're, when you're, when you're a child, a young man, and you're being, you, you know, you, you've got to start being raised at a young age three, four, five years old. When we were four or five years old, we had no clothes. We were jumping and diving in, uh, for our clothing into a Salvation Army boxes. Big difference. So, and that's the real world. That's how a lot of kids live. So then uh, earlier uh, on in the show, we spoke about this woman. So then you're legitimately speaking at a school there because she could have came from a broken home. She had a daddy problems and she fell into this and that's, she was yeah. groomed. And this is how this situation happens then. No, but no. See, here's where you're making the mistake. You're taking pedophilia and you're, comb you're mixed you're, you're, to a relationship that went wrong. Right? You're talking about adults having relationships that go, that, that something bad happened between the two. And I'm talking about children. How can you compare those two? Well, 
first of all, I'm not because I want to make sure this is clear. At no point did anyone, and I'm, you gotta, you gotta back me on this. Not you, not your sister. The story has been, we know stuff, we don't want to share it. So I've never heard that there was any actual things that happened, just uh, approaches and uncomfortableness and this and that. So it's hard for me to, 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 to like uh, be empathetic because I'm not exactly sure what did happen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what it is? You're like a lot of those other guys in the world of wrestling. You don't want to hear that your little empire is 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 hell is is as guilty as hell. Um, that's what the problem is, uh, and that's it's the not problem my empire. with wrestling. I don't have a, I don't have a poor but, sitting outside. It's not my empire. I haven't really no, said I'm much during this. No, week. no, no. You 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 and you guys have two different opinions. Uh, this is always like blame blame Bruno. Well, we all do. God bless you know, blame this one, blame that one. How about if we blame the guy that ran the company? How about if we blamed his wife who covered up thousands, thousands of cover-ups done by his wife? This isn't just Vince McMahon. This is Linda McMahon, too. How about that piece of shit lawyer, Jerry McDivitt? Fuck you, Jerry McDivitt. I hope you hear that. Uh, how about that piece of shit? That call When my brother left that company and went with his children, uh, and he was raising his family. Jerry McDivitt called my brother in, all of a sudden out of the blue and became his friend. Why would a lawyer pretend to be his friend? Because they always feared him. They feared that what happened, they knew they could never prove that Tom lied about anything. They could say, I lied, I'm a fucking liar, but they could never say that Tom lied. During, during the whole ordeal that your brother went through did he did he have anywhere to go to 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 go to get the hell out of there and to go did he have anybody he could go to yeah the foster anybody. care system that's where i went i went to the foster care system and when i was 15 16 years old and i and the foster care system guy was trying to get was trying to hit on me you know yeah that's where you go okay. you go to the foster care system okay uh, back of New York, back into, uh, that's the only place you have to go if you're a kid. Nobody wants a 13, 14, 15-year-old kid from a broken family. They wind up in right. uh, Spotford or uh, in the, in the uh, uh, foster care system like I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, just to make it clear from, from both our ends, myself and Mike, uh, we clearly, look, we're smart guys. We know the difference between pedophilia yes. and this particular case. Absolutely. You know, we absolutely, absolutely do. So I don't know. I don't know what happened there. You know, uh, we're, we totally get no, that. Listen, part of it, listen right? we're having, we're, we're having, we're having a spirited yeah. debate. And it's right. all good. Right. Yeah. No and it's all good. No unfortunately, Mike's a good yeah, guy. Mike's a good guy. We're just having a conversation. So, so like, like a com yeah. a conversation. One of the comments, I believe, one of your your loyal listeners, Lee, said, um, Mike Bone says, anyone who de defends Vince McMahon should be canceled. Um, what do you think about that, Lee? How you like that? What do you word? think about that, Lee? I think I think that Vince McMahon should have been canceled a long time ago. I think someone should have taken him behind a barn and put him down like a mangy, nasty dog. How about that? And that's fair enough. Along, along with his wife and his lawyer. How about all three of them? They were evil people. Evil people. Linda McMahon went 
to my, when my brother went for unemployment insurance, Linda McMahon showed up and the, and, and the judge was so, so shocked that she was there he, she, that he was literally pissed and, and, and gave my brother his, uh, the unemployment. That's how evil these Lee, people I, are. Lee, I, I got I to get this in because I really do think that this is the real gist of what troubles Mike and I as longtime fans of Vince's product, okay? Yes, uh, I am. Vince is what, a genius. Right, right. What 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 troubles so what troubles with. us is what troubles yes, you ain't kidding oi okay I totally get that one uh, what what troubles us is is that and I have to ask you this what makes yourself say okay with despite all the things that you've said about Vince and you know what coming from your heart and soul I'm sure it's a thousand percent true mm. but what makes someone like yourself go to wrestlemania knowing knowing this must have this must have been impossible for you knowing what vince has supposedly done to your brother how what makes janelle grant stay for oh my god three years what makes you okay i'll, I'll put it your way that you'll totally get what makes you dance with the devil, even if it's for a second oh, or a WrestleMania I, show? I had Please no choice. I, I, listen, I had no choice. I had to dance with the devil. But by the time that I figured the devil out, I did the right thing. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon Fair hated enough. me, told everybody that he hated Lee Cole because I seen okay. right through him. As, as, as for WrestleMania, my brother wanted me to go. That's why I went to okay. WrestleMania. It was the first time he was going to be that far away from. This was right after the lawsuit, and my right. brother wanted me to go because when when he went to, into the ring and stuff, people used to laugh at him, say, "There's the ring, there's the ring boy that was molested and all that stuff." Because my brother asked me to go, and a matter of fact, mm. it's the only reason that Linda McMahon gave me those tickets is because my brother asked her to. Why? Why would? Why do you think that Miss Grant, in this particular current case, danced with the devil for three years? What's your thoughts? I I don't believe a thing about. I don't believe a thing she's saying. See, you guys, you guys keep bringing this. You guys keep bringing Miss Grant into it. But you, I already told you that Miss Grant. Mm -hmm. uh, it's obvious that that which would happen here. She she got a million dollar payoff. Vince got a little cocky. Stop paying her, so she's coming back, and now he's going to pay more than is, ever. Is that why you think he did it, or did he catch wind that she was lawyering up already and she was going to start making moves to get out of that NDA anyway and then pissed him off? Do you think that's the possibility? It could be a possibility because I don't know. Okay. Because one thing I've learned about the, the people, the adults in this, the adults in this have always been uh, – very suspect mm. uh, and that includes from back in 92 when you had all those guys coming forward they all coming out of the closet uh you know and 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 they none of them got anything in the end and they turned out to be frauds the one person that the one person back then that did get something was my brother he got his job back and uh they tried to work with him uh but uh they didn't try to work for him that with him to help him they wanted him to sign contracts to bring Pat Patterson back and save their company. If Tom does not come back, the WWF is out of business. 
They would have lost their they would have lost their toy contract because of the kids. Mm -hmm. They were they were done. They were done. So why I do you think make Vince something clear on this thing? We have two scenarios here, right? What happened to your brother and those other children is a completely different scenario that we're living in right now. Here's why we're talking about both, though, because they kind of intertwine. Yeah. Take away what's happening right now. We don't, that's not happening yet. The first, when we spoke, Lee, I used to say, hey, look, I understand Vince is in charge. Sometimes you hire people that are just evil and they do crazy stuff and you have to handle it. And then, you know, you brought up the Bruno San Martino thing because I did feel that way. I felt that if they were wrestlers that knew this was going on and someone like the, that had the power of a Bruno San Martino or a superstar Billy Graham, they should have jumped in and helped these children. I still feel that to right. this day, even though right. they passed right. on. But, right. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, I understand what you're saying, but see, you blame everybody but the people that no, did but it. You got to right? listen. Give me you, one second. You, you blame everybody but the people. You blame the wrestlers. Yeah, but, you blame but Lee. You know, you, you have questions Lee. about. But let me finish. You have, yeah. you have questions about 14-year-old kids uh, 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 not being able to say, don't do that. You know, it's like you're blaming everybody but the people that did it. Lee, the whole point of the Bruno and Graham deal is, is that their word and weight in the locker room and to Vince back when they are when they really counted they could have put a damn stop to this because they had that kind of weight yeah vince is the main source what do you think we're blind we're not blind brother believe me okay but none of those, wrestlers, none of those wrestlers had that none of those wrestlers had that power they, back then you know better than that none of those wrestlers had the power what, they, they, none of, they, they were, what they, you're they, looking they, for those, what, those wrestlers what were treated like shit. they were lucky they were working what you're looking for is is what we seem to not, not even have today, and there's no balls coming from the people who could have balls. That's how I see that, okay? You're like, you know, you're if you're just, a captain of the team, you, you don't let that shit happen. Okay, how about, how, about the, how about these wrestling guys? How about these wrestling guys with these blogs and letters, mm. and all these tough-ass wrestling guys that jumped on the bandwagon? Right. Uh, when right. Vince is in trouble, they go after him. But when Vince ain't in trouble, right. they kiss his ass. How about those guys? Right. How about the guys like Craig Munchnick and let, Dave let, Meltzer and Lee, those clowns? Lee, let me yeah, oh yeah. Let me yeah. connect the dots here. Agreed. So we Agreed. have we have the pre-grant thing and and other things that have went on. In the scenario with your with your brother, there certainly was blame for Vince McMahon because he was running the corporation. He should have known what was going on. He should have protected people that worked for him. He was hiring, oh, yeah. uh, people were hiring underage. You're 100% correct. But I oh, thought yeah. there was a lot of blame to go around for everybody for that scenario. But let me finish. Considering the morality that we're seeing, right? We've, all three of us agree that this woman was an active participant in whatever was going on there. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. But the morality of it, that Vince McMahon would think that it's okay to do these things, then brings you back to what happened with your brother. And then it makes sense. Then right. you turn around and say, you know what? Vince isn't that innocent. Because if he's capable of doing this, he's certainly capable of hiding this. Does that make sense? Right. Right. Yeah, well... well Here's what you got to do with Vince McMahon. 
he's done a thousand things so evil that we could name. It's obvious the man's an evil prick. Okay, it's obvious. That's what, what the only reason they're going after him now is because of his age and the fact that he's weak. That's why they're going, this ain't the same Vince McMahon. If this was Vince McMahon from 10 years ago, they wouldn't be having this easy battle. And you know that. Lee, yeah. is this, you know, Lee, is this, is this, is this, is this Joe Paterno? Cause that's what it feels like to me. Is this like a little bit of the Joe Paterno? Like, you know, I wouldn't compare Joe Paterno. Joe, I would not compare Joe Paterno to Vince McMahon. Joe Paterno did something no, stupid. But, Vince what, McMahon does think evil things. Right, but you to know. me, the connection, though, is is that Joe Paterno, who was obviously the overlord of Penn State, let's face facts, and you know this anyway, yes. Paterno was there for yeah. almost a half a century, okay? He's the Vince McMahon of that situation, and those were young guys, okay? They're not 13 or 14, but they're 18 or 19 playing college ball, and he was overseeing that, and, and eventually... The shit floated to the top of the pool. Sandusky got wiped out, out, out with the poop. And then off went the legend. And gone was the legacy. Is that what we're seeing here? Because that's what it feels like no, in my personal no, uh, no. You, you can compare it maybe 5%, 10%. But you're, you're, yeah, I'm you're saying there's something a, there that connects the two. That's all I'm saying. Oh, it doesn't, you, you can measure how, however big you want, but it's weird. It's there. You know what? You know what? I, I, I'll, comp I'll compare them when Vince McMahon goes down like Jerry Sandusky. Then I'll compare them. Right. Well, at the end of the day, if it, if it, if it soothes you at all, and it probably will, Joe Paterno, at the end of the day, left the very thing that he was basically born to do, was left in shame, and died. And honestly, I think that that's what you're probably going to see with v Mr. McMahon. And that's just well, my personal McMahon feeling be, on that. Vince, Vince McMahon should be compared to Jerry Sandusky, not Joe Paterno. That's right. just my opinion. Okay. Because, all right. That's you know why? Fair, because look, I mean, at all the look at all the sexual things. Look at all the sexual things. I was sitting in a car with Vince McMahon, and we were driving. And I remember one thing he said to me. He looked right at me and said, I don't mind losing this because I'll get it back again. You know, that's, that's who Vince McMahon is. It, it, they're they're getting a fragile, old, weak Vince McMahon right now. That's what they're getting, and right. this is his family's behind this. I'll guarantee you, his family's behind this. What do you, you think the end th result will be? What do you think the end result will be in the court case? You know, just your guess. Um, I think it will be settled out of court. Um, okay. Uh, money, okay. Talk, money talk. Money talks. Yes, I mean, I if he comes. In, you know, yes, if he comes yes. and says, uh, I'll give you $50 million to go away, and yes. it's not even going to mm. be him. It's going to be somebody mm. in the family. I, I, It might already be worked out. I believe that the family's involved with this. I believe that the family knows what's going to happen here, too. I mean, so, come on. Lee, Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon had made his family hate him. So, Lee, considering everything you spoke about, should Triple H... You know, Paul Levesque, um, or anybody that was close to the situation be terminated also. Because if we go back and discuss about things in the past that people should be accountable for what other people have done, you got to be sure that Triple H knew what was going on. Should he now be terminated? Should Shawn Michaels be terminated? Should that whole group be terminated? Well, Triple Better H yet. and Stephanie should... Triple H and Stephanie should be terminated for the woman that hung herself in 2019. 
That's what they should be terminated mm. for. You can find plenty of reasons to terminate these these evil people in this country, in this company. Stephanie McMahon is all her dad. Let's not remember what she, let's remember what he, she did to that poor woman. That poor woman hung herself and had a child and died in 2000, what, 2000, Murano was her name in 2019. Let's not forget about that because Stephanie McMahon wouldn't let her go to school to learn how to fall because she said, no, you have to get your ass in the ring. Uh, how about when they broke up with China? When when he broke up with China, then China went to the office. Even though she was still a big draw, she was fired right on the spot. That these people are all a bunch of evil scumbags. Well, <laughs> you know, again, Lee, think about what happened to China. She she was at, she was in her prime. She was a big thing with that company. And, and because the daughter wanted to bang Triple H, they just told her, "No, you're fired. Get out of here. Bye bye. No money. Nothing." Yeah, but and we're Lee, China. I totally get China's that. Dead. Lee, I totally get that. But doesn't China have a, a choice at that point to like not do porn and not like have bad friends and make awful choices? They're, they couldn't have watched her twenty four hours yeah, after they let her those go. Awful, those awful those awful choices came after this happened to her. We all, you know, okay. people in this world get dri dri driven to do things. Just think about all the money that that woman, they couldn't even have the decency to say to her, well, we're going to keep you for the next three months. Uh, no, they, they fired her the same day because uh, Stephanie McMahon was running around and she was horny. That's why she got fired. A lot, a, lot of things, a lot of things going on, man, walk. in the wrestling world. Lee, I really oh, appreciate your candidness <laughs> and uh, you challenging. And you know what's um, funny, Mike? You know what's funny, Mike? It's yep. always been like this with all the territories and everything. Mm -hmm. If you look at, you know, if you look at uh, the Von Erichs and everything, it's yeah. always been evil going on in these territories. This is just Vince McMahon. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that the chickens have finally come home to, to roost? And this will, you know, in the end, Vince isn't going to jail for this. But do you think you'll get some vindication? Because certainly the legacy of Vincent Kennedy McMahon will now be soiled forever and ever and ever. What Jimmy even said about Paterno. Do you feel, do you get any gratitude that that will be the eventual ending to Vince McMahon? I, I just think that old age, he was stupid to come back, and uh, this is what he gets for he 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 damaged his own legacy. Nobody nobody's to blame but Vince McMahon. Are you happy about it? I'd be happy about it if he faced justice for what he should face justice for, right. not for the things that he shouldn't pay justice for. You have I'll give you an example. In the mob world, you got guys sitting in prison that was set up for crimes they didn't commit. And they're in prison for those crimes. And uh, they shouldn't be in prison for those crimes. They should be in prison for other crimes, maybe. But this is the same thing. It's like, uh, you know, okay, I'm not going to say that he should go down uh, on, on just this. I'd rather see him go down for the things that he, I don't even consider this a crime. This mm. is a civil suit right. between a man and a woman. That's what, if a woman lets a man's head, there's something mentally wrong with that woman. So basically what you're saying is if this was a standalone with Vince McMahon, you would be like, whatever. I'd, I'd back him 100%. Right. 
But considering everything that's gone on in the past, that's what leads to this absolute anger. And, you know, again, Lee, we've known each other a long time. I, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from, okay? And I totally understand your anger and angst. But I also believe that even what Jimmy was saying, people have to stand up for other people regardless what the outcome it is. So even if you feel a wrestler has no power, where's the morality? And if you don't have that morality, you're just as guilty as the people that don't have the morality because you're thinking about you just, yourself and your wallet. So you just you just named half you just named half the people that have anything to do with wrestling and you can start with the people that run these wrestling blogs and magazines and sites. Those are the, those, how, we, we can start with those people. Those are the worst because I dealt with those people. The things that those people used to say about my brother and about me and they didn't even know us. They, 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 those are the people. You want to know who I resent more than those, those people right there. Uh, and, and then it goes to Vince McMahon. Listen, Vince McMahon is an old man you know, you could just tell by the way he was moving lately that he he doesn't have long for this world. Mm. He abused his bodies with steroids and, and 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 got way too big and everything. But I can tell people this. I met Vince McMahon. I was alone with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon had charisma like no person I've ever seen in my life to this day. When when we when I met him at the uh um at the NBC Towers I remember him getting out of the car and the beautiful Elizabeth was with him. Nobody even cared Elizabeth was with him. All they geared their eyes on were Vince McMahon. He was this perfect specimen of a man. Smelt good, smart man, dressed good, handsome, everything going in the world. But on top of that, he was also evil. But I so, couldn't see that in that man. I didn't see that. Lee. Let me ask you this question, right? We spoke about, you know, the broken family. Obviously, you growing up, you had, had issues with your family. Vince McMahon also had issues with his family. And his life wasn't great in the beginning either, right? Vince Sr. was this guy that he didn't know. He didn't get along with his mother. He was sent to military school. Does he get a break for the way he grew up? Like, and the problems that he was it? You know, give me one second. There's mental, back then, mental health was not a big deal. Jimmy and I speak about it all the time. We're getting better as a country realizing that people need mental health, right? And they need to be helped. Does Vince McMahon at least get a break for that, that he came from a broken Okay, home? okay. Good enough question. Vince McMahon, get a break. Vince McMahon lived in a mansion. He had tons of cars. He has a billion dollars in the bank. Uh, he inherited the company from his father. Sure, he built it. He's responsible for making it what it is. But he was given that opportunity. He was handed something to build. So uh, no matter what you say about his father and him, at least his father gave him something to build from. Mm. But the fact that uh, we're supposed to feel sorry for a billionaire, I mean, that, that had everything, everything that a man could want. You know, he lost it, got it back, he lost it, got it back. Sure. I'm not going to feel sorry for the things he had. How many people would like to live the life of Vince McMahon? Yeah, I don't feel. Guys I don't feel sorry life. for Vince. I don't feel sorry He's for Vince. I just want to make sure. I don't feel sorry for Vince. You don't either. want to see him go down. Sure you don't want to see him go down for something. Yeah, I understand. You you don't want to see him go down for something that he shouldn't go down for. 
I, I can understand that. Yeah. Because in, in, yeah. in the mob world, it's just, in the mob world, it's the same thing. There's a guy named Stephen Crea who's in prison. Uh, sure, he's a bad mm-hmm. man. He sh- he's done bad things, but he's in prison now for things he didn't do. You know, and Lee, uh, I got I got I got to ask. I got to ask you this. Go back to Lee. Abe. Show Lee for a second again, please, for me. You know, I find it interesting. Sit behind you, and you know, you got your mobster channel, and you're doing, having a great time with that. And you, you know, I got to ask you this. Behind you is a picture of Al Capone. Compare Al Capone to Vince McMahon. Are they on the same level of evil? Just curious, because you dear, you're clearly dead gangsters. So explain to me, please, the difference between Al Capone and Vince McMahon. This is going to be great. I don't, I, I don't, I don't dig, I don't dig, I don't dig gangsters. No, I dig. They're wh- cool. What do you mean? No, no, I dig history. <laughs> I like history okay, of any okay. kind. I like history right. of any kind. There's, you know, I, you could talk about Genghis Khan. You could talk about some of the most evil men that ever existed. I'm sorry, but you right, know, right. Uh, if you if you go to, if you go to HBO and they play about all the Caesars and stuff, most of them were evil men. People uh-huh. watch that on HBO. Right. I, I like history. So, is, so I like history. So is so is. So is McMahon a Capone, a Caesar, and Alexander the Great uh, just in his own universe of things? What what is Vince McMahon then? Is he one of them? I think Vince McMahon's Vince McMahon's much more evil than your average gangster. Okay, okay. Because because hey, Mike, he, you, he was set. Like well, this huh? is what I think. You want to talk about it seriously? Vince McMahon's yeah. a billionaire. He doesn't think about Lee. He doesn't think about Jimmy. He doesn't think about Mike. No. Right? Absolutely. So in the not. end, this is a conversation about morality and yeah. the state of this country. Um, how we let children be put into a situation where Ugh. they could be taken yeah. advantage yeah. of without helping. Yeah. And in the end result, you know, Lee lost his brother. And right. no one no one cares. My, my family, my family lost a great, a great human being. Right. You know what? I, I look at right. it this way: if anybody should, if anybody in my family should have won, it should have been me, not Tom. But don't say that, Lee. Come on, that's not. No, but it's the truth. Tom, Tom, Tom's, Tom was a good man with three beautiful daughters, and and, and he lost his life, and, and they lost a the father. You know, me. If, if something happened to me, it was okay. My son's grown up. I don't have three beautiful daughters. Uh, you know, the world can handle that a little bit better. It's much more sad with Tom. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Here's well, the thing. from what I can tell, it looks like it looks like Tom's living on through you anyway, bro. Because you're doing good. You look great, yeah. by the way. I don't know where the other half of you went, but apparently, what? Yeah. How much do you weigh now? Well, I'm in my 200s for the lo- first time in a long time, and uh, awesome. I, I feel I, I feel oh. I feel great, and. Um, you know, last time I was tired, I was huffing and puffing when uh, Mike was coming at me. This time I was a little more in shape. <laughs> so, on, on a serious note, much respect to all three, you know, both of you, that we could have a candid conversation. And this yes. was not an easy conversation. This is a man who oh, lost his no. brother, who no. has a lot of yeah. anger, which God knows how angry I would be. And Ugh. he's respectful, you know. We're friends, and it's great yeah. to see that in this world where people throw darts at each other and try to destroy each other, we can have a conversation and actually discuss it like adults. And, you know, Lee, 
you know, utmost respect for you. Always have. You're a great guy. I appreciate that. Same here. I think you guys are awesome. You guys have always been fair with me. You brought me on. This is like an anniversary show. Yep. I'm sure next year when I have 100,000 subs, I'll be back and I'll be teasing you about how small your show is. Well, and no, I wonder yeah. who's going to... You're right. You're, you're next, right. Next you're, time... Wait, next time oh, make me start teasing you about how small your you know what is, but those pictures are... There. Never mind. <laughs> wait, one second. Hey, before, I, I want to promote your year. channel. But before that, okay. I just wanted to tell you something. John Cena follows us. But I got something to tell you guys. That you're, I Go got ahead. something to tell you guys that you're not going to believe. Next year at this time, when I'm ready to come on this show for another anniversary show, the day before The Rock is going to come and into your Twitter. Lee, let me tell you something. You deserve everything that you've gotten. Um, you've got a great following. Both your channels are excellent. Jimmy and I are big fans, always have big fans. And you know what? It's good to see good things happen to good people. Can you promote both your channels, Lee? Yes, our, my, our mob channel is Lee Cole 3 with James Proctor. Just put in Lee Cole 3 uh, and, and sub to the channel. It's really good. Our wrestling channel, we kind of stayed away from, but now we're going to put a lot of effort into it. Uh, we started, uh, I started getting back into it in the last uh, couple weeks and, uh, that's wrestling with the devil, a Lee Cole three podcast. And, uh, my, myself and my partner, James Proctor, we do both of these channels and without James, uh, I, James has helped me. Uh, he settled me down. He, he, he stopped me from being a mean old man. <laughs> Lee, again, I want to thank you again. You're a great man. And you know what? Prayers to your family. Um, we here at the show remember your brother uh, every year at this time. And it's a shame that uh, that no one was able to step in at that point. Um, again, all positive stuff to you, Lee. You're a great man. And we, again, really appreciate you being on the show. Yep, and I appreciate you guys having me here. I'd like to say to everybody in the chat, you, you were very uh... – respectful tonight you know and uh i appreciate that what am i not respectful um, every time you're on the show man you're giving well, me a no, bad you, reputation no, well what i mean is uh you sometimes you have people that come in and say horrible things like when i first came into this <laughs> people used to say lee <laughs> you took money and your brother died that would be one of the things mm -hmm. but they don't understand right. uh right. How, what a lawsuit's about you know when you're up there negotiating and my brother, Tom, is the one that told Vince, my brother Lee has been with me from the very beginning and he needs to be, he needs to get uh, $20,000. And that's for my brother. And that's, uh, and that's just Kuiper. Tom was a very kind hearted person, had the sweetest heart in the world. Tough kid, black belt in jujitsu, very tough kid. But, you know, he lived a very, uh, the last year of his life was a very sad year because he was very sick and just heartbroken. Well, again, we'll be remembering him on the 12th. Um, Lee, thanks again for joining us. Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. We'll see you. Well, we'll talk. Oh, this is awesome, guys. I really liked it. You're the man, brother. Thank and you. And just so people know, Thank I you. tell people, I, I tell people, to, I told Mike, I want you to come at me hard. You know, I don't like going on and get softball questions. That's why I really like this show. This is the type of show that I like. 
you know, if people are feeling things inside, they got to let them out. I agree. I agree. Thank and you, letting them out like you. gentlemen. Thanks, Lee. You're the yes. best. Take care, guys. All right, I appreciate brother. it. God bless. Wow. Yeah. Jimmy. Wow. It's dicey. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, uh, congratulations, Mike. That might have been the most uncomfortable. And I'm saying this in a positive way. I'm actually, I'm actually pleased with this. That was one of the most uncomfortable interviews I think we've ever had to do because of subject matter, not because of the person we were talking with. Absolutely. Um, wow. Honestly, was, though, I'm Jimmy, French fried. Before I'm we French go, fried, bro. Before we go, wow. though, I was watching your yeah. face when I was yeah. having my back and forth with Lee. Um, I felt like you kind of didn't agree with what I was saying. And I, you know, I, 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 I wanted to ask you and it's okay if you did it, you know? No, 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 not at all. Cause I can actually tell you as like per Mr. Spock, what was happening at that given moment, captain was, is that he wasn't getting the the fact that we were not trying to connect the crimes themselves being pedophilia And this particular civil suitcase, when he was thinking we were connecting the two, I was waiting for that to play out because I was like, I got to wait for, you know, everything is timing, especially when you're doing what we're doing. Right. So basically I was waiting it out to to make that clear. And then we got, we, once we connected with a little bit more of why we're saying what we're saying and he understood what we were saying. Yeah. Like when he, when he, when he said, when I was comparing, yeah, when he said I was like, Comparing the two being the same, I was like, no, right. no, like, no, no, yeah. no, no, I am not doing what? that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Uh, I am a true like, believer. Oh, no. I am a true believer yeah. that we've based this country on innocence until right. proven guilty. Right. We've lost right. that in this country. Oh, we've completely, yeah, we and, have. We've completely lost it. It's like... It's easy to pick on the millionaire, right? He's had this great mm-hmm. life. Fuck him. He's mm-hmm. a piece of shit. Right. Right? Right. Think about if it was right. your brother or your sister being accused of this and you had and they had no money. Right. You know, right. innocent until proven guilty. Right. And when you're guilty, right. well, you'll pay the price. Right. Well, that's the problem, too, though, because when you're really, really wealthy, they cannot identify with you. And when you're really, really poor, the wealthy really don't give a damn. So basically, it's the maker himself who doesn't see the difference between the two. Making a lousy run at things and you're doing things wrong, and I, he doesn't which way or what sort of life you come from. It's your morals. That's what we're talking about here. It's your moral choices. Right. Period. So, you know, I'll end it with this, Jimmy. First, I want to thank, you know, Lee again for coming on. One thing I've always liked about Lee, Jimmy, is, you know, Lee's had his problems throughout his life. But the one thing he's always done, he's always owned it. He has always owned it. And I've always respected that about him. Right. But right. I want people to understand where I'm coming from. You have a morality issue and you have a life issue. We all try to hold ourselves up to a certain moral standard. But I can't tell you, Jimmy, what to do in your bedroom and to do in your life as long as you're not hurting anybody, right? Right? You're not killing anybody. You're not hurting anybody. You're not stealing from anybody. So I could say Mm -hmm. morality, yeah, I don't agree with it. You're a piece of garbage. But this is there's two different things going on here. 
If you're going to judge a human being on just morality, you better look in your own kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because we all know. Right. 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 Hell of a show, Jimmy. Was a that was a Dude, rough show, boy. What? We're living in the we're living in the world of internet sabotage, man. Everybody's got a gun now, and it's their computer, bro. And that's the age we're living in. And right now, it's open season on Vince McMahon for all those who've been waiting all these years, no matter what their issue may be. Look, Lee's a thousand percent justified to feel the way he feels, okay? But there's a lot of folks out there that don't have a clue about what a Lee Cole went through or mm. or Tom Cole or whoever else. They right. don't have a clue, but they've right. got their ammo ready to go. They've already passed judgment. Welcome to the internet assassin age. It is what it is, bro. I, I, I do have some, off I do have some good news. I do have some good news. Next week, what? Baby Doll will be making her return. The great NWA uh, legend uh, will be interviewing nice. the great Baby Doll. And uh, looks like we're going to have Missy Beefcake along with her husband, the Brutus Beefcake, will also. So we got back-to-backs, Jimmy. And oh, the nice. best news of it all is after this show, John Cena... Is still following what? us. Actually, um, I have one interruption. I love the show. We, we have big news. Wait, Abe's got big news. We actually have a what? surprise call in right now. Are you guys ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's John Cena, guys. You guys are on with John Cena right now. John Cena, welcome him, to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. <laughs> John, your sound's not working. Yeah, it's, it sounds a little messed up. We're going to have to fix that. But John, we can't hear you. <laughs> John. John, are we the best show around? What would you think of that interview, yes. John? Was that interview oh, good? Oh, that's, oh, that's me. Oh, never mind. Oh, sorry. You're not supposed to put me on when I'm mimicking? What are you doing? All right, I want to thank everybody for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. Catch us next week where we have the NWA legend Baby Doll, and then it's not official, but it is official. Missy Beefcake with Brutus Beefcake. Jimmy, want to come back for another week? Sure. Why not? I'm there. Send us out, big guy. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh, and until next time, later.